Estelle, you're at Ascend Learning right now, um, but I know a lot of what we're going to talk about today is a personal project that you've dove headfirst into. Uh, do you want to get started just by talking about uh, the project that you're on, as well as like, what was it that, what was the origin of that project? Like, what did you see that gave you this question that you set out to, to answer? Sure. So I started my career at Citibank um, and spent seven years at CityCards, which is a very large um, organization. And we had a lot of marketers. And uh, while I was in my late 20s, it dawned on me that we had very few mature marketers um, within the organizations. And um, some of my friends in other departments were going out to um, retirement parties. <laughs> and they dawned on me one day, it was like, I've never heard of a retirement party for a marketing person. Wait, I haven't seen anybody that would be close to retirement age. Um, in marketing. So, but I, you know, I had other preoccupation at the time. And uh, it's something that I, I looked at a different organization. Um, I went from um, City to um, G Money, now Synchrony Financial, where probably the demographics were not so different. Um, and then joined Staples, also very large marketing organizations, um, and worked with all type of agency, PR. Uh, firms, digital agency. And so it was something that I paid attention to. Um, and occasionally around a glass of wine or something, talking to different people, you know, but I've shared that insight, uh, or at least that observation. And people are like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> there is something there. Um, but never did anything about it. Uh, and then last year, um, I was kind of... Uh, thinking about the topic that I'm passionate about or uh, could put some, uh, allocate some time behind it. Um, and that idea kind of came back to the surface. Um, so I talked to um, different people at Ascend Learning, um, including you know, our, my HR colleagues, our um, CEO and different um, team members. And they're like, yeah, that sounds like something interesting. Um, and Ascend Learning being, um, you know, we don't service um, marketers necessarily from a training and development standpoint, uh, but it's an organization that cares a lot about people, um, carriers, profession, and um, in general um, accomplishments. Um, so definitely receive a lot of encouragement and support from a project, which is fantastic. Um, and so I looked for uh, information out there. I was, I could not believe that nobody else had looked at that. Right, you would think there's, um, I think about 1.5 million marketers in the US. Um, so you would think somebody had looked at this. There are a few articles um, that talked about um, would be C and kind of tackle, double on the project uh, on the topic, but there's nothing with data. Uh, and I'm a data driven marketer at the core. Um, so I decided to uh, gather some information about it. And that's how the, the project and the survey came to be. Yeah, I think if you talk to people in the industry, everybody would say at some point, they probably notice the same thing. Like, wh why don't we have retirement parties um, for marketers, whether it's agency side or in-house side? I mean, you really don't uh, see it much. I'd be curious to know whether if 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 you get data that shows that maybe one is even worse than the other on that front. I I, I would have a hunch, but uh, your story I relate to. I I remember my I think 
one of my first years uh, at an agency, I said, seems like we're all pretty young and like nobody's even close to retirement age here, like, you know? Yeah. And back then, the people that I probably consider older were <laughs> in their late 40s. So right, very yeah. far from, from retirement age. Um, and it's not to say that the only path is retirement, right? But wh where do marketers go? And I, I use that phrase a lot because they, you know, um, we all probably going to have different carriers throughout our lifetime. Uh, and so kind of what are those different carrier paths for marketers either uh, continuing within the field or branching out to different fields. So that, that's a big part of what I'm trying to uncover. When you talk with people um, and they're just sort of giving you their anecdotal sort of first person perspective, I, I would assume you probably, I mean, here's what I would say. If you said, hey, where do they go? I, I would probably just on a hunch, not with data, but just say uh, some stay in the industry, but a lot marketing prepares you for all kinds of different disciplines and some probably transitioned into a role that's non-marketing because they got exposed to an industry or something that they cared about or was interesting and they moved on from there and it was a great launch pad. I think for others, they become fractional. And uh, in some cases, I think that's by choice because that's an option you can take. And then others, it's not by choice, um, but it's what they'll do next. And they'll, and they'll do that for a number of years. That'd be my guess, but I don't have anything to support that other than just people I've met. And that's how the, the survey is structured. Um, so basically, I'm looking for anybody who's had at least 10 years of marketing, kind of my definition of your, your marketer. Uh, if you spend at least 10, 10 years in the field, uh, one can debate that. But um, just to, to pick um, a benchmark. Um, and then, yeah, look at, you know, are you employed now in a different field and what that field is? Or are people... Um, doing freelancing or independent work um, every full-time or, or part-time. Um, so that, that, that's how the, the survey is. Yeah. So, so as you set this up, um, have you set kind of goals for yourself in terms of uh, who you'd like to, to respond, how many, kind of the time frame for this? Uh, how have you went about that? So the time frame is flexible because my primary goal is um, more of a number of completes. Um, so I would love to get to 500 um, respondents to have a good mix. Um, I am south of that for the time being, so closer to 200 completes, um, which has been solely organic. So um, getting the, the word out um, and the, the completes that I'm looking to get now are more in the, you know, 50 plus or 55 plus, which is a little bit harder. Um, and, you know, getting the people who've retired is, is harder, right? They are not like you and I on LinkedIn <laughs> once a day or a couple of times a week, uh, hopefully for them. Um, so it's, it's getting to, the, to those folks and finding different avenues to identify them. Yeah, I applaud the effort because this is, it's not like this is your full-time job. Yes. This is something, this is a passion project that you're trying to fuel and like you're very particular about making sure that you've got good inputs and in some cases, hard to get inputs, right? Absolutely. Um, you may have seen, so this week on LinkedIn, I'm doing kind of a poll survey to know if people, do they know anyone who retired from marketing? Um, just to, to confirm. Um, so we'll see what that little poll survey does. Um, because I think people do, but it, it's hard to um, identify uh, those individuals. 
Yeah. So have there been any stories or surprises to you so far uh, as you've kicked started this project? So a lot of encouragement and support, right? So I, I reached out to former colleagues from um, past lives and it's been, you know, a treat for for me to reinquate um, with other colleagues who were enthusiastic about um, filling the survey or, or sharing it. Um, the um, you know, but no big surprise right now. I think in the comments, that's where, and people have been very generous about providing comments. The last um, question of a survey is um, kind of an insight in terms of if people um, would do different, what people would do differently in their careers. Um, and people are really willing to share uh, how they would approach things differently. Um, so that, that's been kind of interesting um, to look at and taking risks seems to be a constant theme. Um, so the, the, the first peak at the data seems to be that people, of course, with the benefit of insight would, would think that maybe they should have taken um, more risk or different risk at different point of times. What do you think that is? Um, because I think as human, when things are in front of us, we're more concerned than with a benefit of time. We're like, well, yes, I was a friend at the time, but in the end, usually things kind of solve themselves um, or seeing other people who took more risk and then maybe regretting that. Yeah. Um, I suppose the, at the time, the, the price of entry for whatever it was they were wanting to risk, right? It was, yes. it's not, it's not the risk they wanted to take. The risk isn't what they wanted to take. It's that they were not willing to pay the price of risk to do that other thing that they had in front of them. Right. Yes. Yeah. That's, okay. That's interesting. Um, what led you to ask that question? Um, because so building the survey took me quite a bit of time um, because I wanted to make sure that it was um, comprehensive, but at the same time, a career journey and decisions are necessarily personal. Um, and so as much as I was trying to tease out factors that would have positively or negatively uh, influenced um, people's career or how, how they see their career paths, um, it's, it's a set of data, right? And then the best uh, research practice tell you not to give 50 options to your respondents. Um, so I felt like having an open-ended um, question would be helpful and definitely is. Yeah. So I know you're, this is way ahead of, uh, of things because you're still in the research and data gathering phase. But do you foresee... Uh, changes or tweaks that could come out of this, you know, that there could be learnings that would be informative to somebody who is young in their career, uh, more experienced in debating, you know, what the next move is, um, or for, you know, marketing organizations or marketing departments uh, in the way that they structure their teams. Do you, do you foresee that there could be some actionable things that come out of it, or maybe is that, is that part of the hope of what comes out of this? I, I hope so. And actually, uh, as part of my development plan at Ascent, I put this as a, as a goal, right, to share it with uh, the organization and, and my colleagues. I have um, three upper marketing VPs, uh, peers at Ascent, and they're all um, extremely supportive of the initiative and curious about what we find out. Um, so 
guess hopeful that as you know, practitioner of marketing and uh, of the fortune to be, you know, managers of people that we, we have those insights uh, and can help coach our team and, and provide a little bit of uh, insight and guidance. Um, yeah. It's an interesting question that you've asked. Some of the sharpest marketers I know uh, are fractional and, and they're not any, they're not pinned down to any one uh, brand or, or agency. Um, they're kind of, you know, they pick and choose their, their projects and, and some of them don't have full schedules. I mean, and that's the way they like it and others they do. I mean, they're very highly sought after. I mean, it's, it's an interesting thing the, the, it used to be, I knew of them, but they weren't sort of part of my cohort. You know, I respected them and the industry and that type of thing. Increasingly it's becoming people who I consider peers, uh, that are now choosing that, uh, path. And again, and some of them, they didn't choose it, but they stuck with it. And so it's just, it's an interesting question that you're asked because it's becoming a little bit closer uh, to sort of the group that I, you know, run with and associate with, and and maybe and maybe with you as well. And maybe that's part of the inspiration. Yes, and the so what's interesting also is in marketing, um, and I don't know if it's true for every profession, um, but the thought is the CMO um, and that carrier path of those folks, but. The reality is um, most people will not be CMOs, right? It's a pyramid. There's only <laughs> one to so many um, individuals, and that's true for CFO, CTO, et cetera. Um, but how do you um, grow your career? Or, you know, if you're extremely happy as an individual contributor and subject matter experts in all type of disciplines, right? You can be a, a fabulous search engine <laughs> um, subject matter expert, how do you have longevity in that field? Um, and that, that's something that I think for a lot of organization, the, the mastery and the path for um, mastery outside of the uh, hierarchical progression is very difficult. Um, so that, I suspect it applies to marketers, but I think it applies to a lot of other fields as well. Yeah. Marketing is ever changing. And so are a lot of other industries, but for sure marketing is, I mean, it's, it, it just, that's just part of the game. It's just constant reinvention, unlearning what you knew before relearning something new, but there's still principles that are ever present, right. That you learn 30 years ago and it's still true today. It just takes, looks like a different form and you get better at pattern recognition the more you do this and you go through the different fads that, you know, it's the same stuff. It's just relabeled as another thing. And so, yeah, I think it, I mean, just my take on it is the more experience you get under the belt, the better you are at pattern recognition, but you have to stay on top of unlearning something that maybe worked five years ago that now doesn't work as effective and you got to learn something new. And um, I don't know if that plays into that or this or not. I think it does, um, and it probably does it in two ways, right? So it, one of the learning may be to coach our team members and, and, you know, and people and coach ours be mindful is being able to articulate the, this dynamic, right? Of I may not be, <laughs> um, you know, very knowledgeable of TikTok videos, <laughs> but different shadows, right? I can provide um, guidance or uh, 
strategies around uh, go-to-market strategy based on channels, I may not have all the tactics of how to execute the best TikTok campaign, but I may recognize that TikTok is a very relevant channel for my demographics and hire the right people to do that. Uh, but being able to articulate to the hiring person who may not appreciate marketing um, to be able to do that transition, um, which is something that um, I had the chance of being able to do coming from a earlier in my career, very heavy direct marketing, direct mail <laughs> with testing, you know, copy and color of envelopes at Noja is not so different than testing copy of emails as <laughs> the first, you know, first transition and then that, that goes on and on, right? And, and those principle of having a sound test still apply. Um, but being able to articulate this um, is I think very important to be, um, yeah. to have if some I would, longevity. As we're, as we're talking, I'm thinking about some of, uh, you know, former colleagues who started off in advertising marketing and then have now transitioned into other roles outside of marketing, but marketing set up, set them up really well. It gave them exposure to things and then they carried that on to a different discipline. If I think about, uh, the ones that I know personally, so just anecdotally, I, I think most of it was either pursuing an interest that was new. But I think a lot of it was, I want to grow my compensation and I can do it over here in this other field. And, mm -hmm. uh, if you took me to, if you asked me to take a guess on why that is i think probably my guess would be that there's just still a lot of organizations that are not really brand and marketing led and so there's a lack of investment and that's not just in media dollars but also in salaries uh, as well as you know partnership fees so i think maybe that could have something to do with it where you get into this industry and you realize that if you're not in some of these few roles that that knowledge is useful in other things that maybe those organizations are investing in more. Mm -hmm. So that could be, that's one theory to maybe that I would well, put out there. I don't know if there's any data on it though. But there's also a, the other side of the coin of this is marketers need to think very critically, um, be attuned with customer needs, et cetera, which are really important um, skill set. Um, and so that's been interesting in the um, recent years at then they are a large number of the key leaders, um, our segment president, who have a very strong marketing background. Uh, and they're fundamental leaders and fun for me to work with, um, to have that, that in their DNA of um, how they approach problem. And you know, some of the best marketers are amazing strategists. That's a good point. It's interesting to see which brands, uh, especially if you think about the household name brands that we all know, which ones the CEO was a CMO. And when you, I think when you look at that, it shows how clearly they value brand and marketing um, because they look at the CMO as a natural evolution. There's other companies that would never dream of doing that. It's always going to be like a COO or CFO type person who goes into that. And it also shows, right? It shows in the way people think about it. And that's fine. Every industry is a little bit different. But it's not a surprising to see which ones uh, have done it that way. Yeah, and I probably would venture to say at this point, it's probably more happening on the CPG. Um, mm -hmm. Absolutely. You see than on the B2B side of a house where I spend 
<laughs> most of my recent time. Yeah. yeah. So the CMO role is another thing that's, I think, fascinating and, and probably has a little bit more research um, behind it. But I think just the evolution of that role and what is needed to uh, to be in that role, even just VP of marketing, which is, is your role right now. I mean, you have to have um, experience in so many areas, maybe not necessarily deep in every single one, but you have to have some experience in all or have a counterpart who does because you just have to cover for so much. And I, I think every few years we add another thing that you also have to have skilled up on, right? Yes. Which leads to the question, what do you mean? You need to hire and have a confidence in your marketing organization. Absolutely. Yeah. Interesting. The, the other um, more recent thought that I have is that as I'm looking at the data um, is as we know, marketing, and there's data around this about um, between 60 or 64% of marketers are women. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that may play a little bit of a dynamics in terms of uh, the longevity because there's still um, more women who tend to take some time off for um, child raising purposes um, and then face kind of a the challenges of workforce re-entry, even though this is so much better and I'm excited about that than it was uh, 20, 30 or 40 years ago where it was kind of a, a one-way exit and not a lot of path for re-entry. So I think most employers these days kind of have a more <laughs> holistic perspective about the person that, and see the, the value and I think that was great talent re-enter the workforce. Um, but it as affected, I think, a fair um, number of, of people in their in their journey. So I did see some comments um, within the survey related to that. So that kind of pointed me to, huh, but the fact that um, the profession skew female um, does, does play a role and you tend to have your children during that growth part of your career. Um, so that, there may be something there as well. Yeah. Are, are you seeing anything that suggests that re-entry has been a difficulty? I mean, the numbers pointing in the direction or too soon to say? Um, too soon to say. Uh, and, and I'm not asking a question related specifically related mm-hmm. to that, um, but that has come up in a few of the comments. Yeah. Well, so far, having I know you're midway through this project, but a lot of good conversations. Uh, what's been the most rewarding part of it so far for you? The, the enthusiasm behind it and the fact that um, this is not just my pet project, <laughs> but it will have um, benefit for um, the profession in general, um, and which was kind of my ambition and has been uh, validated through the conversation. So that's, um, that's a good feeling. That's great. So... Would you, if someone said, hey, what are you doing next? What's the next project? Would you be like, oh, no, I can't even think about it? Or would you be like, oh, maybe I'll start doing well, this more often? I mean, I, f- I think it will be some something to track over time, right? So will, will people feel feel differently about it? Um, right now, it's US-based. Um, so early in the survey, I had um, some rep- respondent from up north uh, in Canada. So I had to kindly... <laughs> exclude them from the survey. I don't know the, the Canadian market. Um, and then actually the Marketing Association in the UK um, has 
think tried to do a similar project and they run into the issue that their responders were too young. Uh, so it's something that um, I've had, you know, people in Europe say, oh, that would be cool to do something like this as well. So um, geographical expansion could be also one avenue. That's great. Well, I'm excited to share this and hopefully others listening. Um, where can you uh, point them uh, if they're interested in filling this out and they definitely, you know, hit the type of folks that you want yes. to uh, respond? Where can they go? So the uh, surveys on SurveyMonkey, but the URL is not the easiest to get to. So the best way is um, to go to my LinkedIn profile, Estelle Mance, Um, And I talk about it all the time. There's an article with a link or multiple posts uh, with a link. Um, you can also Google it uh, just with my name, Marketing Longevity Survey, and you should find it. Great. Well, we'll link to it in the in the comments and in the captions. Um, but yeah, look up Estelle Mintz and Longevity Survey and we'll get more respondents for you. And can't wait to see what the results show and probably will reveal more questions for us to be to answer in the future as well. Absolutely. Thank you, Justin.